You have clicked that pile of audio gold known as the Half-Assed Podcast. And now, here's a person to say something. Oh, man. How was your uh, brother's weekend? Uh, that was... And actually, it it actually went by pretty quick. It was pretty straightforward. I uh, obviously sound like hell. Um, anytime <laughs> I go to a bar... You, you sound like you were out yelling at a bar for three days. Ding, ding, ding. Anytime there's loud music at a bar and I have to talk loud, my voice, like I'm like my timber is so low that it doesn't cut through that music. So I have to scream. But yeah, uh, like you'd be a killer fucking deep bass and like a <laughs> jazz band right now. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the voice. And now the afternoon drive. Yeah. Why? 105. Yep. Deep voice radio guy right now. You'd be killing it. <laughs> the latest Harry Styles track drops now. Where is the cabin? Uh, it's in the middle of nowhere. Um, you know where Viroqua is. Oh yeah, yeah. So we were near Viroqua, but even further out in the woods from there. So we it's were in the woods by there. Yeah, we're probably closest to Viola, which I don't know how many people they had, but they had about four bars. So <laughs> just we, a knockoff for Viroqua. Oh, not even. It's uh, God, I don't even know what I'd <laughs> compare it to. Like they have one gas station. But the gas station was closed by like eight o'clock and didn't have frozen pizzas. Like you can't call yourself a gas station. You don't carry frozen pizzas. That's you, very true. Like you even got a bathroom in there. What the fuck's going on? That is very true. So we became pretty regular <laughs> at some of these bars after two days. Uh, like Friday night we went and the bartender's like, hey, come back tomorrow. There's a princess party. We're like, what uh, does that mean? <laughs> that's what we said. What the fuck is going on? It's like, well, it's. One of the regulars, her daughter's turning 21. So the gig is everybody's supposed to come dress like a princess. And we're like, well, we, we got to come back for this. <laughs> you know what you should have done? Shown up dressed like a king. <laughs> Man, my Obi-Wan Kenobi thinks sitting at home. I could have just fucking, yeah. So like party starts at eight. So we were back there at like seven something and we're already greased. So oh, yeah. 20 after eight or eight 30, we're like, Let's just let's just bail. We we tried. And then we went back to the cabin and uh a couple more drinks and burn one down and then it was you know what? Let, let's go take a run at that princess park. <laughs> so we you ended have up going to go back. To yeah, there I mean there was probably six or seven chicks dressed up in various princess attire. Um a couple guys dressed like wizards. So Did they I mean, say why princess? Uh, well, I, I think it was a Disney princess thing. It was technically a Disney party because the, uh, the oh, okay. tiny little DJ was wearing like a Buzz Lightyear type deal. So it was like, oh, okay. And they, they're they the bar that had the giant plastic horse. And of course, you know. Oh, after, that was after, that place? After nine beers, you got to. I mean, if you put a realistic schlong on a plastic horse, I mean, you got to stroke it. Kevin Smith, who does like dogma and james how bob he's like the first time i met the dude that plays jay he was drunk and he showed up at my house and he started making like just beating everything off <laughs> he's walking around just grabbing shit that's the first time i met him yeah he said he didn't like him for a long time oh yeah yeah he oh, said yeah. no no me and them are friends and you and them are friends but you and me are not friends yeah he's like nah we're friends 
And he's he basically like, nope. just forced it I'm, until he wore him down. I'm here. I'm your friend. He's like, no, <laughs> no, we're friends. Like, no, dude, I just told you we're not. Ah, but are we though? He's like, That's yeah, eventually. Great. He was just like, well, he wore me down. We're friends. That's great. Persistence works. But you could see how he'd be super annoying. I mean, fuck. Oh, character yeah. Annoyed me for years. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, he literally plays the annoying drug dealer so well. <laughs> right. The dude it's... that comes in with like <clears throat> three bags, doesn't even have that good of weed, but acts like he knows everything. Yeah. Oh, dude, this is the killer. I got this from a guy. He's been growing for 25 years. Like ah, He pulls it out like... and it looks like it's been in his back pocket for three <laughs> years. <laughs> Just, what? It's brown crumbles when you touch it oh it's flame bro you know it's got yeah. flame when i get anything near it because it's a fucking tinder box here yeah but i mean yeah. it was a pretty uh pretty that cabin was fucking tiny man we uh two it's of always us left- good though getting out in the woods in a cabin and drinking and stuff though right and that's I right away that. they were like oh this place is so small i'm like dude we ain't we ain't gonna be in here we're gonna it's, be out of the fucking porch yeah. or you're outside pit. yeah <laughs> Yeah, we were basically in there to sleep. Shit, I would put me on some land with a fire pit. I'll just I'll have a hammock outside. I don't give a shit. That's what I'm saying, because I was like, you know, if I stay home, even if I'm off, I can't not do stuff. Yeah, like if, if we would have came here and made a fire and drank, I'd have been up every 10 minutes grabbing this dish, letting the dog do that. Run down, check the laundry like yep. I cannot relax if I'm around here and there's still stuff to do. That's the great thing about going out in the woods too, is like, you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. You You can, you go to bed and you're like, Oh shit. I left the Bluetooth speaker on full blast outside last (laughs) night. And no one gave a shit. (laughs) Like, you know, there's just no worries. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn it. (laughs) That didn't go well. (laughs) oh but yeah i mean that was really that's the only way i can actually relax if there's literally nothing else for me to do yep i mean honestly that's really the only way to do it like that's why a lot of like uh authors and stuff do that right otherwise they're like oh airbnb out in the woods it's like i have (laughs) nothing else to do but sitting here and fucking write and even with that, like the first 10 minutes I got there was like, well, I got to get my bag over here and I got to line my shoes up, make yep. sure my hats are over here. Like I had to get all my shit in its spot and ordered and know where everything was. And then I could chill. Yep. I'm the same way when it comes to that type of stuff, though. Yeah. Well, like I said I got to know where my shit is. If I need my shoes, I got to find them and get the beers in the fridge, get the steaks in the fridge and find out the lay of the land. See yep. where I'll be pissing for the next few days. That poor, poor tree. Yeah. yeah I think well, he's that. getting water. He's getting fucking beer piss. It was rough, man. Like that deck. Uh, the Like we had, uh, we brought like some skyline, like two by four chunks of wood to start fires with. Oh, yeah, yeah. We end up having to use them to reinforce the steps. Oh, what? Yeah. So like the steps, I did not expect just, you to say that. That was the last thing I expected. I didn't either. Um, reinforce the up. porch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You walked off the deck down to the fireplace and 
the first minute we were there, I just looked at those guys and said, somebody's going through those steps this weekend. Oh, somebody's going down. And my brother's like, up, oh, got wood. He went over, grabbed chunks of two by fours, reinforced underneath, leveled it off. Like, okay, that's fair. And the funny thing is, uh, last year for bro day, we started a thing. Oh, well, there's four of us. So everybody would throw five bucks in. So it'd be a $20 pot. Okay. And the first person that runs into somebody they know uh, claims. Oh, okay. That's (laughs) a great game, honestly. Well, we were at Summerfest in Milwaukee. It was like one of us is going to see There's got to be one person there that you know. (laughs) And of course we didn't. But then later I talked to a buddy of mine. He's like, yeah, I was one section over from you. Yep. Like, oh, of course. So it's just a matter of where we walked. That's the thing is you can go to stuff like that and you'll all you either run into 15 people, you know, or you never see anybody and they all say they were there. Yeah. You talk to them <laughs> later. Like, no, row six, like I was in row 10. What the fuck? Yeah. Totally forgot about it. And then Friday night, first fucking bar we go to, we're there 15 minutes. My brother goes over. Hey, is your name Bill something something? Oh, yeah. They worked together 20 years ago. <laughs> like shit yeah this guy's down the road he drops off a whole truckload of firewood for us it's like holy shit like he hadn't worked with him for 20 years and seen him in two decades see him at the bar hey you know where we can get firewood yeah i'll bring you some hey you still smoke you want some weed (laughs) it was good too i was thinking the other day can you find bad weed now i'd have to go out of my way to find bad weed i think like can you find like mids you know like with where there's some seeds in it still i haven't seen a seed in forever and if i do it's like oh i almost feel like i should keep it It, that's exactly how it feels you're like i'm gonna put this where i'm gonna remember where i know (laughs) and then (laughs) except for like go out of your way to get bad weed yeah like it's all relative my one buddy (laughs) he fucking moved to grand junction colorado nice he always comes back up and stuff and he gave me moon rocks and it's it's bud dipped in oil and then rolled in teeth. I've heard of that. Yeah. It's so just filled with shit. He's like, I can't even sell this stuff. He's like, here you go. He just gave it to me. Oh, it sounds excessive. And it's like, I was going to say you'd have to break a piece off. There's no way you could get it lit. Oh, it, it it's basically like old school hash, you know? Okay, so you're literally chunking you, pieces off of it. Barely anything. And huh. speaking of that, I want to find some goddamn old school hash. That sounds amazing. No <laughs> one has that anymore. I, I used to love buying that back in the day. Just like the little pressed hash. Yeah, I mean, just the flavor's so different. If you use a little, like a tiny glass jar, and you grind a metal hitter into it, you can get around the edge of that metal hitter if you press it enough times, it will basically be like a little layer of blonde hash. It's fucking pill bottle. I'm like, dude, half <laughs> this thing's fucking straight hash. Right. He has the same pill bottle since Vietnam. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'm like, you need to like scrape this. Cause it's like basically just pressed hash. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably fucking two grams of hash in there. That's how they did it too. That's all. Yeah, that's just, all that was back pressed. Then. They roll, they roll their hands on the buds, and then uh, they just stick it all together. Well, I knew, I knew some guys that were growing years back, and uh, uh, apparently, I mean, I was friends with them, but we weren't tight or anything. So then, years yeah. later, the stories come down to me, and so one guy's like, "Yeah, there's like eight of us in an apartment. Everybody's like trying to." 
to, uh, you know, de-stem and sort this and clean this weed up so it can go to market. And he said no they got to the point. It right. Yeah. He said there'd be six of them sitting there doing it. And after a while, they'd just hold both their hands up over their head. And one of the dudes would walk over with a razor blade and scrape all the finger hash off yeah. of each one of their fingers so they could go back. And he said when they were done, they had a pile of hash just from their hands. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. They, they like in dispensaries, they trim. They call it scissor hash. Okay, right. Just like scrape their scissors and put it in a jar. And it's literally just like press hash. It's, but uh, you can't buy that shit. <laughs> they probably, I wish like, you could. No, we're not selling this. This is private. They all take it home. Yeah, right. Like the Chinese restaurant. No, we don't pay you. You take home leftover chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the benefits of the job. It's not, not quite the same. Taking the leftover hash home isn't like me taking a handful of pretzels from Auntie Anne's back in 1997. Not, not quite the same level of goodness. That would be. Yeah, that is amazing when you think about that. I'm still taking home some hash. I'm still just uh, out of it from my whole dispensary trip. I had no idea what that was. Oh, you've never done stuff like that? No, I was like, hey, I'm here. We just talked about it on the podcast. Like, I have to do it for content, right? I mean, yeah, I got to go for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So it was I I had no idea what I was walking into. All the windows blacked out. And And that's Illinois. Go to right. one in like They're California recent. or Colorado. Yeah. It is unbelievable. <laughs> well, they've had how many years of a head start? I mean, their system's got to be awesome. Oh, it, it, but like they also, they're like, oh, our rules say this, but we don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically where it's at there, you know? Right. We've moved past this now. So just, just don't worry about it. I remember when we we went to one and the guy's like, technically, we're not supposed to sell more than an ounce to people out of state, but ah, fuck it. (laughs) When are you coming back? There you go. Here you go, bud. I don't want your trip to California to be downgraded by the fact that I stiffed you. I mean, come on. This is for the economy and the state. I got to do my part. Yeah. And the crazy thing is like when you go, it's like you leave and you're like, oh, we bought this. And then you like look in your bag and they threw in like seven different things that you oh, didn't even know about. You're like, what? Nice. Like, we can't what? get rid of all this joint weed here. <laughs> six joints. Like these are getting old. I've been sitting here since yesterday. It's like, this is how you kill people. It <laughs> well, was funny. <laughs> I, uh, I I told it on the on drinks with Ron the other day, but a buddy of mine went out to Colorado years ago when it was still fairly new with the legalization so he's like well i had to try everything i got pre-rolls i got buds i got gummies i got vape pen he's like but then when we left we were going to utah and he's like oh i can't take this shit to utah because it's utah so he said i left the pre-rolls and the flower on the counter with a note you know thanks for letting us stay and he said well then i took the gummies and and the vape pen and i put them in my wife's bag oh no (laughs) and and he's like he's like i'm picturing these you know the checkpoints that we got to go through and he's like i was just going to be like oh honey you were supposed to leave that didn't you know like when i left the other stuff that you were supposed to leave that too oh i'm sorry officer you know i uh she must not have got the memo like you are you were gonna throw your fucking wife under the bus i was was like i was anticipating the story to go he ate all of them at once <laughs> gotta can't can't waste them 
but he's like oh, oh, i man. can probably get the vape pen through you know they won't be able to tell he's like yeah i thought we'd pull into utah and there'd be a line with checkpoints and he's like yeah. you just drove into utah and that's and everyone in utah like, how things he's like oh you go get it from galena they're just waiting for you on the side i'm like that's no but in your head you kind of do like play it up that way like oh we're blocking this shit off well you think ah yeah sure go give your tax money to the other state and then come on back the other thing about illinois is they tax like four times the amount as the other states well, I think it's all based on THC percentage and the processings. It's like 33% in Illinois. Well, it depends what like you that. get. Like gummies are different than flowers. The yeah, vape that- pens? Oh my God. They're stupid. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. They're it was all like $90 like- for a half gram cart. No, that's what I was saying. Yeah, it's all like 33%. But yeah, obviously you can be like, oh, I get a fucking ounce of shake. You know, of like flour for like a hundred bucks. But if you get a gram of fucking oil, it's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, over a yeah. hundred bucks. Yeah, it just depends on what you're what you're getting. It's, uh, but they tax out the ass in Illinois for whatever reason. Well, they're gonna do that at the start for sure because you know they've got to get their cut right away. But then usually, well, then like if you've got a medical card, then there's no tax. Dude, so when, it's when we went to. uh california for like a week or whatever people were trying to give us weed because they couldn't get rid of it here take this they were literally like oh we got all this trim and shit we can't get rid of it he's like i'll give you a garbage bag for ten dollars you're like holy shit done it's just a whole different level well it's weird years ago i talked to a guy from uh i think he was from actually from ethiopia and of course, I'm wearing my Bob Marley T-shirt, so instantly we connect. He loves me, yeah. So he's comes into my room and we're talking, and I'm like, of course, first thing I say, well, what, what about weed? What's weed like there? And he's just like, I, I don't value it. Like, I was like, okay, yeah. what does that mean? I don't value it. He's like, I don't smoke weed. I don't care about it. It's like I don't. He's like, I can't remember what he said. A kilogram is like ten dollars. I'm like, I don't know your metric conversions, but it sounds like it's dirt weed, and that's and nobody gives a fuck. Yep. It's kind of what it is. I've seen, uh, like, I've watched a lot of, like, you know, just, like, random shit. Like, you they imagine. have it, they have it, and it's, like, dirt cheap, but it's not, like, the quality that we right. have. Yeah, because then you're thinking, yeah, Ethiopia, yeah, homegrown, doesn't, <laughs> that sounds like a strain that nobody wants to purchase. Yeah. Yeah, we couldn't sell the Ethiopian homegrown, but the John Stamos strain is selling like fire. That's kind of why, like, uh, you know, like Moroccans always do hash because the weed's right. not great, but you can press it and make it really good. Well, and that's not like Egypt. That's so weird to me. Yeah. Like there they was a always show just on do that. hash. Yeah. And it's no like there's just a hash bar and you just yeah. sit in a chair outside and there's a hookah. And then you, the guy comes by and puts the stone on top of your hash and you just sit on the sidewalk. She's yeah. in this fucking tube. Um, it was on Very History Channel years ago. There was a show about the, the pyramids, and it was Zahi Hawass. I think he was still the Egyptian fucking minister of antiquities or whatever. Yeah. And the one dude on the show, like, they literally filmed him. He's just sitting on the sidewalk smoking. He's like, you want some sheesh? And he's like, nope, I just love watching yeah, you smoke it. They call it shisha. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I, I was I like Anthony Bourdain, and he fucking went there and did that shit, too. Yeah, I never did watch any of his stuff. Uh, I like his travel shit for sure. 
Well, see, it's nice because now if I need to, I can go back and watch it now. I got a whole <laughs> whole thing I didn't partake in. Oh, I didn't realize how fucking good Idiot Abroad was. Oh, my God. That is the most genius show of all time. I don't think I've seen that either. So it's uh, Anthony Gervais. Okay. He gra- He takes his buddy that hates social interactions and just sends them around the world oh, to do perfect crazy shit. Like, I don't even... He just places him in the most uncomfortable situations <laughs> as he can possibly find. And it's hilarious. I, like, went on a binge of it. It was so good. Hmm. I, you can't I do that I... nowadays. You're like, you're torturing that guy. Yeah, right? Uh, what was it? Uh, Drinking Made Easy, I used to watch. I think there's only a couple seasons of that, but that was pretty good because his buddy was always just shit can hammered. So I think on, like, the final episode, they're doing Europe, and I think they just leave him on a train, passed out. You know, you could wind up four countries away by the time you wake up. So Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. It was like, ah, Steve's out. We're just going to leave. The video of him on the from the outside with his head against the window. The train just takes off. <laughs> uh, that was a quality show. I think I said that was only two seasons, I think. And there's the, so many good shows from back in the day, though. Well, it's weird that were like you couldn't do nowadays, though. Well, like the dude who did that show after that did another show, but then he didn't have the sidekick with him and it wasn't cool. It's like, no, you got to have Steve McKenna. there getting fucking hammered. Like yeah, that's kind of how that works. It's the formula. You don't yeah. The, like, yeah, like the host was cool and whatever, but it's like, nah, it ain't the same. It feels too produced. Yeah, there's like a lot of podcasts I listen to. It's like when the other person's gone, it's like, oh, this isn't the same at all. Right. Right. I noticed that a lot with Levitard show over the years is there was so much of a balance with everybody. Like if Dan's gone, it seriously becomes a sports talk radio show. Like yeah. Stu will just do hot takes all day. And then yeah. when Dan's gone, like this sucks. I don't <laughs> like this. But then when Stu's gone, Dan can make it too serious and there's no balance with the comedy. And it's like, okay, this is really the perfect relationship. Yeah. It's like once you get into it, it's like as soon as that other person's gone, you're like, whoa, this is not what I like remembered to yeah. be. Yeah, the vibe totally changes. What do you think, Mr. Pants? Mr. Pants. He's up there in age. He doesn't remember. <laughs> like I said, I'm starting to think he's losing his sight because he's getting a little tentative with the jumps. And yep. then the other My day- cat started doing that when I got older. Yeah. Like, oh, you you're you can't see now. <laughs> well, a couple weeks ago he didn't make the fucking thing. It was like, oh, I've never seen him not land in the chair. That's new. Another. It's always a little funny though. You're like, oh, you're not as young as you used to be, a fucker. A little bit, yeah, yeah. But then I get up out of the chair and every fucking joint creaks and I'm like, ah, yeah, I probably couldn't jump to the couch either. I'm yeah I'm with you. What is it? It's like, would you like to it was like a meme. It's like, would you like to party? It's like, yeah, I'd like to party as you get out of your chair. And it's like, <laughs> ah, your back's cracking. Your knees are cracking. Well, it was my brother this morning. How late did we make it last night? I was like, eh, we, we made it at 1230. He's like, okay, all right. I feel as long as we made it that far, I feel good. I was like, yeah, I know. 
Because that's what you said at 1230 last night when you finally said, okay, I can go to bed now. <laughs> and that's kind of how that works. You get older, you're like, all right, we made it to decently late. Well, the first night we were up past one, but we just sat at the cabin. Well, there's a bar like two miles down the road in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You know, that's where my brother ran into that dude. Once that dude showed up, <laughs> he's like, yeah, follow me back to the campsite. Because he'd already taken the wood, dropped it off, and then came back to the bar and hunted us down at a different bar in a different town. <laughs> oh, my. Us. They're like, oh, okay, well, let's go back. And he's like, well, follow me. There's a shortcut to the site. So we follow him back. I bet you it was fucking twice as long as just going down the main road. It's like, and this is where we get murdered. Oh, we're laughing the whole time. We're like, this guy's too fucking hammered. He doesn't know what a shortcut is. Like, uh, I don't know what's going on. We get he probably got car. lost. <laughs> First thing he says, uh, that wasn't the shortcut I thought it was. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, good. As long as you know, then that's then that's okay. Because we were all like, don't say anything. You know, he hooked us up with wood and he's kind of like, just let it go. Uh, first thing he says, like, okay, sweet. We can rip on it now. Yeah. Yeah, but as soon as he left, um, we just pulled up the picnic table and played euchre on the deck. Till it's the way to do it. Too fucking cold. Like you could see your breath all night. It was. It did. It has been getting cold. Pretty cold at night. Well, that forecast. Fuck. A week ago, it was eighty-five for the weekend. Then it went to seventy-eight. Then it went to sixty-three. Then it went to fifty-eight. It was like holy fuck. Like. That's quite a swing, 58 to 85. Like, yeah. we were concerned we weren't going to be able to sleep. My brother was going to bring a portable AC. They're like, good thing there's a creek right there we can get in. And then they're like, oh, nope, hoodies and fucking pants. I like that, though, when it's, like, nicer in the day and it's cold at night and you can sleep pretty well. Yeah, it was the perfect weather. I mean, it was hoodie around the campfire. And then we went into Viroqua and uh, went to that bookstore and... uh uh, did you see the? That's the one I put those pictures up with the fucking like the grotto. Oh yeah, yeah, toys yeah. Out back. I was okay, like, yeah. Mort, Mort's got to see this. Like this yeah. place was made for Mort. That looked uh, like pretty gnarly. Oh yeah, the uh, the bookstore is an old tobacco warehouse, so it's literally packed full of books. And around the top of the entire building, there's a shelf, and it's all different beer cans and beer bottles. Oh. Not like old building. ones. Yeah, there's. I mean, we were looking at them yesterday. I was finding five, six, seven that I had never seen before. My brother's a little older, so he's like, "I remember that. I think I drank Schmidt." I'm like, "I got Schmidt signs, but I've never seen or consumed it." Schmidt. I feel like I've seen that. Well, that's those uh, those beer signs I got from Gene's Garage. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say I've definitely seen that somewhere. Yeah. Yep, and that's the only place I've really seen is those signs so i don't know i bet that tastes worse than mop water that <laughs> <laughs> well that's i think that's kind of where my brother was going with it it wasn't a real good beer it was like yeah hey, i didn't figure as much as we we hit the bookstore and then we went and disked uh viroqua calling her a day to get back to the bar with the plastic horse dick <laughs> yeah like, yeah, why do you why do you make the horse with the giant dick? Like, yeah, I would, why would the, it's like why put that there? Unless I said I could see, you know, if you want to put like a little curve to simulate, you know, to give the appearance. They had a full on dick and two giant horse balls. Like that's amazing. Why? Like this was like an eight foot horse. So literally, 
You know, this horse's Dude, balls are right. That video level. you sent me. Yeah. You're like eye level with the dick. Yeah, I was right? like, what? This horse is huge. Like, hey, put the giant nuts in, Frank. Like, I, I, I went very realistic on the design of this horse. I think you know that you'll... shit was made in some third world country. Like, dick's got to be precise. <laughs> yeah. Horse have very huge dong. <laughs> they would never do that nowadays like if it was made here but i guess that's uh that's the takeaway from the weekend so the horse dick wins this one <laughs> they just had it in the bar yeah that's yeah great. it's called like iron horse saloon or something it's like probably it's probably wore down from all the people grabbing it all over the years. <laughs> My only regret is that I did that on Friday night when there was like two people in the place. Saturday, that's the same place where the Disney princess party went down. Oh, yeah, yeah. I should have done that. That was right on the dance floor. <laughs> the DJ to fire up the Everyone's electric Everyone's dancing. Slide. You look in the corners. You're just jerking the fucking horse off. <laughs> just tugboating in the background. Yes, that's a phrase we came up with a few weeks ago. My my, my buddy's like, yeah, he's like, you know, if if you're ever watching a porn and there's a guy just standing in the back jerking off, like, yeah, just that, that's tugboating. That's when you great. Do it, you do it in the background, just inconspicuously, and don't draw attention. Working that in everywhere now. He's got one of those uh, Chinese hats so he can hide under it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just just low key, low and slow. Just you know, not offending anybody. Those rice draw hats, draw no attention. Just don't mind me. I'll be back here tugboating. You know what I realized the other day? Why the fuck did they ever have the field goal posts in the front of the end zone? <laughs> Right, like we're just for really, people to run into them. We're giving the consideration to the kicker in this situation. Well, we don't want him to have to kick farther. I mean, if throw it's a 30, slant pass and just get fucked up by the pole. Yeah, right. These guys getting knocked the fuck out. Like fumble. Oh, not a touchdown. He didn't get in. Like, wow, well, we got to keep the kicking accurate. You know, thirty yards got to be thirty. If we put it back here, it'd be forty, and that'd just be crazy. And can't do that. Meanwhile, the linebackers are on, like, fucking horse steroids. (laughs) Just clotheslining everybody that comes through. Try to take their head off. Yeah. Smoking cigarettes on the fucking bench. Right? Somehow they're more athletic than anyone you've ever seen in your life. (laughs) Smoking cigs and drinking (laughs) beer. Ah, what a time. Some guy just tugboating behind the bench. Oh, it probably was. <laughs> <laughs> the camera guy would have just discreetly turned, like, no, nah, he's tugboating. Don't point that camera at me. Like, we don't, we'll just let it, you know, it'd be rude to, to watch, you know, and just let him tugboat in peace. That's wild. I wish I could see that shit. <laughs> People on the sideline drinking beer, ripping cigs. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Imagine That's a different that. level. They, they released an image from a dude in the, um, that like side league that they're doing on like CBS. Oh, is that USFL? He was running routes with a SIG in his mouth. Did you see that? No. He's running routes with a SIG. I was like, this guy's a legend. You see, the dude got cut because he brought a pizza in and didn't eat the salad. <laughs> what? He he, wanted, he brought a pizza in instead of eating salad and they cut him. 
<laughs> it was amazing. What'd you have? Salad. That's a pizza. No, it isn't. Are it's you like, I don't like, Why'd you bring that in here? He's like, I don't like chicken salad. <laughs> That's literally he's like, I'm sorry, we're gonna have to let you go. It's like, dude, he just got fired over eating pizza. Yeah, that's that's pretty badass. I'm pretty sure that's the most famous thing that whole league's <laughs> ever done. <laughs> what was it years ago? There was the controversy as Britney Spears was a Pepsi advertiser, and and that was when the tabloids were huge, and a picture came out of her with a Coke. I said, "Wow, I've heard of people getting in trouble at work for Coke, but not like this." That's that was the awesome. end of the world back then. Pile on that girl till she has a breakdown. What the fuck's wrong with her? Oh, I'm starting to think I got the plague. Oh, dude, I was sick last week with that shit too. Oh, and it—I thought it was like because it, it kind of like it started out like it was kind of like COVID, but then it just like, dude, it just felt like allergies. I was like, what the fuck? Well, see, that's kind of what this feels like, and um, my sinuses are fucked. But that doesn't explain <clears throat> the chest congestion and the shit I've been hacking up. And my kid tested positive Monday. But you know what I read? If you those at home tests, they'll test positive. Like if you have any type of cold, like sickness. Let's say like, yeah, because I had her take two, and she got both of them. I think I'm going to take one. I'm, yeah, is it, <clears throat> obviously the the bar has something to do with the voice, but it's just. Oh uh, yeah, I woke up. Uh, I woke up last Saturday with Maddie fucking coughing directly into my open mouth. So if she oh, yeah, had, that probably didn't help. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I literally woke up from her coughing, and I'm like, oh. yeah, just hacking directly into my mouth. So. I'm pretty sure if she had it Monday, she had it Saturday. So we'll, we'll see. I'm supposed to go back to work tomorrow after two weeks off. Message my boss tonight and be like, oh, got COVID. Can't come in. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they'd freak out. Oh, yeah. But I did warn her a week ago. I said, my kid's positive, and she was fucking hacking into my mouth. So we'll see how the next 48 hours goes. And then I got a sore throat. That kind of went away. So, I don't know. I'd been kind of hoping just to avoid the test just so I didn't have a positive anywhere to say. That's what I did last week. I had a sore throat for, like, literally, like, one day. Okay, The next day it was gone. Yep. I made chicken noodle soup, and then it was over. Yeah, I felt fine the next day after that. See, but then after that is when I've started getting worse with this hacking shit. Some really viscous phlegm coming up. I'm still blown away that they haven't fucking decided, like, finish the Watson thing. Uh, yeah. Well, it's that's like, an- another thing. I mean, there's still civil shit going on in that, too. So it's, yeah. I mean, they're not going to be in any hurry to rule on this because as soon as they make a decision, something else is going to come out and then they'll look like fucking idiots for either going too light on him or whatever. And yeah, they're going to wait. <laughs> they're going to wait. Like they they'll let fucking twist in the wind. They don't care. I I know that he met with the like NFL commission last week to do their like okay. thing. So they'll probably come out probably with something close. soon. Yeah, yeah but it's like end stages. That's got to be a decent amount of time, you would think. 
I think they got to give him a year. What I mean, there's over two dozen, right? I mean, you, I mean, one, one, maybe two, uh, three, uh, 26. They give him like eight games. Oh, I think he's getting a full fucking year. I was thinking like eight, probably. But here's the thing is like, they're, oh, this many people came out. It's like, okay, well, how many of them are legit? That's the thing. Well, that's the thing. If and they don't three, come out, I can it. say that. But once you get to 26, <laughs> fuck. There's, yeah. And no, uh, you, you hit double digits and then you keep going. Like, it, I think it was like 43. Jesus Christ. I'm pretty sure it was like 43. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, at that point. Here's the thing. A lot of people don't know this. I know girls. I know girls who live in Madison who are on Instagram as massage therapists. They're just prostitutes. Right. They just get paid to fly to wherever the dudes want them. Yeah, that's true. And the, the main like 10 girls that first came out were all massage therapists that flew to him. I was like, oh, okay, well... I know girls who do that in real life. So <laughs> now I'm getting a little wary. There's chicks that legitimately do this. Why are you not better at finding the ones that actually do that? Like, and like quit booking legit massage therapists when you want a hooker. Also 43. <laughs> like <laughs> if you find a good prostitute, you stick with them. <laughs> right. If you're, you're you flying think, them wherever, then what difference does it make? Well, if you're flying them in, you know, they're like, fucking hot as fuck women you right. know they are it's just like dude you don't need 43 of those it just amazes me the economy in the shit like this now it's just like wow yeah i mean i get so much even on um snapchat i get so many fucking spam ads that it's like hey i'm a massage in the next town over like no, no you're not no you're not but there's a you know there's just i said it's amazing uh, oh yeah be, for sure you'll be on some fucking chat app where they've got like a live thing and you'll see some of these chicks 23,000 people watching this bitch sit in a chair oh like, yeah what? like she ain't doing nothing like why does she I got 23 I don't in, get it I know girls in Madison guys literally fly them out like oh they, they claim you know to be massage therapists but you know what they're doing right it's like I, they just would, fly them out to wherever they get a free vacation. I would also think that that would be something you'd establish during the setup process. Like I'm, like I said, you know, like you said, that those they're out there. Like, why does he keep not getting those ones? <laughs> well, the thing is, is they could have been those ones, but even there's no way that all forty three of them were actual <laughs> prostitutes, dude. Right. Like, right, but that's, like how how is he so bad at picking out which ones are legit? Like, I yeah, and it just seems like it's I don't know. In my head, like if I were like to live in an area where you could do that, you would just you'd vibe with one prostitute, and that's who you use. Like that's what I would think. Yeah, you'd think you find your brand. Forty three. Yeah, that's impossible. It just keeps, and those are the ones that that didn't uh, finish the job. Yeah, imagine how many he got that uh, that were correct. Oh, oh, he's he's hitting thousands probably. Yeah, if he's got forty three that were like, "Whoa, I'm a legit massage therapist," then there's two hundred that weren't. The, the only problem is, is I just I, I know for a fact some of those girls are just lying. 
but there's no way all 43 are. Yeah, but he's guilty as fuck. Oh, yeah, for sure. I said he's getting a year. Well, what, what he basically just got caught paying for prostitutes. <laughs> well, that would have been that. That's the problem is that that would have been fine if he would have managed to do that well, correctly. Here's the thing is, I think they have proof of them because both those uh, judges denied it like instantly. Yeah, well, the it's first hard to one, prove so on like, a legal standard. Well, here's the thing is, all he has to go is, oh, well, here's my messages, and she's clearly a prostitute. Well, how do you prove he whipped his dick out at me? I mean, it's... <laughs> well, like, you could be like that girl no, in Tony and Brown. Yeah, <laughs> right? She's like, he snuck but, up on me and but, came but, on my back. But you know he wouldn't deny that. He'd be like, oh, no. goddamn right I did. Spell. Yeah, I a fast one on her ass. Skeet, skeet, skeet. Yeah, Antonio Brown's crazy enough to be like, yeah, I did that shit. Yeah, you know, you know what kind of footwork it takes to get up in there and the timing? Like, I'm a professional. That's, Ran the route right up on there. Skate and go. I did a full-ass NFL curl route. <laughs> yeah, yeah Antonio Brown's it. crazy. Yeah, I've listened to a... He was on a couple podcasts. I listened to him. That dude is actually batshit crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and what I started hearing later was that essentially he's always been a version of that, but Pittsburgh was kind of able to keep it quiet for oh, a few years. Um, Tomlin came out and said that the only reason he even let Brown uh, stay on the team is because he performed on Sundays. He's like, he wouldn't even come to practices half the time. Yeah, yep. And then he got to the point where he just felt like he didn't need to do anything else. And like, well. But here's the thing is Tomlin knows how ghetto people work <laughs> most coaches don't and he's like he doesn't even need to practice he's like that competitive yeah but then you see they can't let that go on for too long though because then why does anybody else show up and you know how how they well, are with that the well as soon as Juju came in and performed he got real salty yeah and well, then was, that's when the practice stuff started coming out it was when he won the team the team voted Juju MVP that year. And then that's when the practice, it's like, well, fucking Brown hasn't even came to practice for the last three years. It's like, yeah. what? Yeah, it's funny. The shit they, they let go. And then as soon as it's an issue, it's like, oh, here's all the things he's been doing. Like, oh, yeah, you can let him come out now. But that's the thing is like, as soon as uh, his play came into question, then they're like, oh, yeah, we just let him not even practice for like three years. <laughs> It's like, like what? It was easier not having him there. The other guys got probably the was. Yeah, I mean, that honestly, that crazy. Like, let Ben throw to the other guys for a while. Yeah, Steelers are in a weird spot. I don't even know where they're going to end up. Well, I mean, that defense alone. I mean, we almost made the playoffs a couple of years ago with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. So, yeah, uh, Trubisky and Pickett is just a massive upgrade over those two. I'm just like I'm wondering like how like Claypool and uh the other dude uh the little short dude that gets all the receptions. Yeah. Johnson. I'm wondering how they'll fit in. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see what they run. Like I don't know how the offense is gonna change, if they're gonna tailor it to pick it. Uh yeah, again, they took another wide receiver fairly high in the draft. We still oh, got yeah, who did they take? Uh, Pickens. 
Oh, okay. okay I think yeah. he's like 6'3", like 210, 220. He's like a big dude who blocks and gets physical. So he's like the the clone of what we want. Yeah, Claypool is a physical fucking specimen, too. That dude's ridiculous. Yeah, we get another big guy on the outside. Let Johnson run wild underneath. <clears throat> I remember... <laughs> I'm super good at like getting players that are like crazy receptions like that. I used to get so much shit in my auction for that type of stuff. They're like, why are you taking DJ Moore and Deontay Johnson? I'm like, just wait, bud. They'll have 120 receptions. Yep, fucking PPR. That's where the points are. 